Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, my name is Tracy Ann Oberman and welcome to Trolled. This takes my experience of being trolled on Twitter uh, and turning it into something positive, interesting and um, hopefully empowering. Every single person I've invited on this show is somebody whose stance I have admired, if not for their politics or their opinions, but for their sheer bravery. Today's episode has got Graham Linehan on. Graham, a brilliant writer, more awards than you can take a stick at. Father Ted, IT crowd, um, big train, you name it, he's done it. Graham has taken a, a stance on a subject that he's not, he hasn't got any skin in the game, as it were, but he has ended up in the eye of a massive Twitter troll storm. And I'm fascinated to see how that happened, why that happened, and how it affects him. We're here today to talk uh, on Trolled about um, Twitter, particularly, and having a strong opinion on social media and getting trolled for it. Uh, yeah. You you were one of the early adopters of Twitter. How did you... And we're talking particularly about Twitter because it's as a medium that I understand yes. and you're on a lot. How did you start on Twitter? Uh, I, I opened an account and, like everyone else, I didn't understand it. And then Jonathan Ross tweeted me and he said is this you is this your username and I said yes it is and 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 I thought oh well, that was interesting and I went into Twitter and I looked at my my Twitter page and I saw my follower count started start to rocket up because Jonathan Ross had, had tweeted that it was me and I was looking at it and I suddenly realized everything I say will go to these people 7,000 8,000 people you know, uh, ten thousand people. Everything they will all hear what I say, and that's and when it that's when it clicked with me. Right. And um, was that early doors, sort of two thousand seven? I th- I was a medium adopter. I'd right. say I was. You know, uh, uh, a lot of people had, had jumped on before me, but um, but yeah, and you know, and then I I it, it for me it it allowed me to become uh, more of who I actually am because up until that point you're just known as a writer and the person behind these shows but I've always been very political I've always been very <clears throat> interested in fairness and, and things like that and um, and Twitter was a good place to to fight these battles really you know did you go on did you acknowledge that early on that suddenly you realized this was a vehicle to 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 put your to put a view out or, or... Uh, well well funnily enough uh, one of the earliest things that happened to me was I, actually you may not people may not know this or even remember it, but I I created the we love the NHS hashtag. Did you? Yeah, <clears throat> I was sitting in um, Starbucks 
and uh, I was really sick of all these Fox News uh, people slagging off the NHS. So I just tweeted about it and added that hashtag. <laughs> Next thing, David Cameron is saying it in a speech. Oh my goodness! Which kind of took away from the point. <laughs> but but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So so I I kind of realised its power very quickly. The other thing I did that that was very kind of that was very revealing to me was uh, I did a joke where I I. I pretended that uh, Bin Laden had been watching the IT crowd when when the raid happened, and I I said oh, I told people that there was a video and you could hear the theme tune of the <laughs> IT crowd, and I had and be, people were believing me and 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 I I didn't real at first I thought oh people are so silly how could they believe this, and I I encouraged it I I I. I I wrote to some French um, followers and I said, could you tweet about this in French so I can retweet, you know, and they did. And then I retweeted it and said, look, they're talking about it in France. <laughs> and and I pretended there was this huge kind of, all this news was coming from this, from different directions. and totally fooled people. Uh, and it wasn't until later that I realized that's very easy to do. It's that's a, false. You were the first adopter of false new, news. Someone, someone said it to me on Twitter. They said, you, inv- you invented fake news. And they mm. said it in a very negative way. And I was a bit annoyed. But then I thought, oh, yeah, I did. I kind of, I, I didn't invent it, but I certainly um, didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> you could see, from what I remember of you, you could, you seem to grasp the uses of Twitter. For me, we were I, all just watching Bake Off together. <laughs> for me, I still think that, I mean, there's two th- my thoughts on this have developed. My my first thought was it was almost as if the human race had developed telekinesis. Is that the word? What's the one word? Telep- telepathy. telepathy. Mm. That suddenly we could all hear each other's thoughts and we were all um, connected to each other mm. in a way that the human race had never been before. And I thought that this is a major step, you know. Um, but and and I used to say to say to people. You know, when there, often there'd be snarlups like I, 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 I was moaning about um, a comedian on TV one night. It was um, Jack, what's his name? Whitehall. Jack Whitehall. You know, who was just new, and I didn't like his posh accent. And I, I, I wrote something really unpleasant, and I was drunk, so I fucking included a photograph which oh I didn't need to do. So I've been spending the last few years of my life um, apologising to Jack, but, but, but. The thing about it is, I think things like that, uh, the way I described it to people, would, it was it was like the human race had grown a tail. That's such a good analogy, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we all had this tail, and we weren't used to it. So when we walked across restaurants, we were turning around and smashing bottles and glasses off the tables, you know. Um, and and we, haven't ev- we hadn't evolved enough to use this incredible new power that we had. And I used to think that was kind of a cute analogy, but now I think of it as... Uh, 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 it's even more truthful, but it's it's not like we in, uh, evolved a tail. It's more like we evolved a a gun on our shoulders <laughs> that can shoot at people without without us realizing. You know, without it. Now that's interesting. Without us realizing. Mm. I've got a quick question. Going back to the Jack Whitehall tweet, because this will then lead us into other issues. But you know, you almost trolled. Jack Whitehall, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, and and I, you know, I, I genuinely didn't mean to. I, I was trying to say, I was trying to subtweet. I guess I was trying to say, oh, there's someone on TV at the moment who's terrible, and then I thought, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll do a blurry photograph or something like that, and, and then I did both at the same time, so I just screwed it up, you know. But, but, uh, you know, it, it, that was something I realised as well. 
possibly way too late that I I need to needed to keep my opinions on other people's comedy or other people. And I like Jack. I like Jack's mm-hmm. stuff now. I I know what he's up to now, and I I didn't at the time, but but. But I realized that he can't really do that. And I realized as well that, that a lot of people respect me or respected me. This was, this was the old days. Um, and uh, and my, my words carried weight. They and, did. Yeah. And they so did. I try to ease off on all that sort of stuff now. I, don't, I, I generally don't uh, tweet about things if I hate them, like cultural things or right. film or whatever. I, I generally try and stay positive, you know. That's that's interesting. Yeah. When did Twitter? Sp- but but you were very involved with the Twitter joke trial. I remember. Yes, and yes. W- well, you know, he he. It was a guy who may who was saying, uh, you know, I'm I'm late for my plane. Uh, maybe I'll phone in a bomb threat. Something that's like right. that. And and it was you know it was obviously a joke and it was but it but it, it, it an obvious joke because of the stupidity of of. The way the you know this particular system worked got passed up and up and up until finally he was prosecuted. So you know, but it, it went really high that it case. did, yeah. And it that was a was big a, major thing. And I remember that the anger at the time because you and Stephen Fry and and I think Al Murray was involved in it. Yeah. That this feeling of you can't take away freedom of speech on this platform because this platform is all about being able to be witty in 120, 140 characters. Yeah, right? but but also when someone does a throwaway joke to a friend, you can't you know. You can't you can't uh, punish bring down the full weight of the law on them because we 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 are all capable of making that mistake of saying, you know, there's a there's a really horrible story. It's one of the saddest stories in this internet age of of this guy who kid who was playing an Xbox game with a with his friend. And in the chat, he said, oh, you know, because he was so annoyed with losing a game. He said, I'm going to go into school tomorrow and, and kill everybody, you know. And his life is ruined. His life is absolutely ruined. I th- I I I've lost track of where the thing was. But the last oh time I God. heard, he was in a maximum security prison. You're joking. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that one comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So you know the the as I say the evolution thing. No one's used to it, and we're all stumbling about making terrible mistakes sometimes, and and getting into trouble for them. You know. What? When did? Um Twitter and the concept of being piled on by trolls uh, turn on you? Uh, it was when I defended Kathleen Moran. Uh, Kathleen Moran was, uh, wrote something and I, I made a mild defence of her. I said, this bollocks, you know, she, she didn't say anything wrong. I had, I had two weeks of the most corrosive. Uh, and, and the thing is, that kind of abuse is, is hurtful because it comes from the left. And when it comes from the left, because I'm left wing, it's more painful and it feels more, um, it feels more, more, more hurtful. And you you fight against it. Now I realise it's all bollocks. You know, you do don't, you? Because yeah. that's what's hurt me on a, a lot of my issues have been about the the people that I should feel comfortable with. Yes. And be able to even discuss differences turn so viciously on you that they give you no place to be there. Yes, yes. That's that's essentially what's happened to me with the trans debate. But. Uh, but but now, like basically, the thing that that I get a lot is people just saying bigot and transphobe at me. But it bounces to the mo- for the most part, it bounces off me. When when someone with a verified tick says it, then I take note and and I'm collecting a few names on my little list. Uh, Pike. Um, <laughs> Don't tell them. <laughs> but uh, 
But I'm going to, um, yeah, that's 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 a different matter. Well, you know? we, that's people who really should know better. Well, that, I was going to say. So I remember you. You would always, you know, you were you are hugely loved, hugely respected. Your opinion carried weight. You would occasionally make comments that you obviously thought, oh shit, I shouldn't have slagged off Jack Whitehall. That's yeah. Really trolling in itself, but yeah. I didn't mean any harm by it. And then I remember that time with, with Catelyn that uh, so then suddenly you were getting a lot of negative comments towards you. Yes, but that wasn't on the trans issue, was it? No, it wasn't. But it was it was the same type of people. There is a brilliant uh, article that everyone should read called "The Vampire's Castle," which is about the um, uh, left wing call out culture. Where you know the purity politics of it, you know the 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 everyone must have the same view and and God, that's so true. And there's no uh, there's no diverging from it. And when you diverge from it, you get uh, piled on much worse than like for instance, um, uh, there's a right wing commentator uh, Ben Shapiro yep. who's a who's a moron, um, <laughs> but 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 he is he is able to look like an intellectual because he's stating very obvious things about the trans debate you know same things that a lot of left-wing people are stating but the thing is Ben Shapiro never gets piled on you know because he's a man and he's a right-winger you know so they they leave him alone but any any like Martina Navratilova mentions it she gets the full full weight of of the attacks is that because we we expect it in right-wing commentators so therefore we don't even bother with the fight but when it's our own it's partially due to that, but it's also because the people who are most dangerous to these, um, you know, kind of uh, reverse fascists, let's call them, the people who are most dangerous to them are the heretics. You know, people who are supposed to be on, on side and they're not. They, they, they are the ones who get isolated and uh, picked off. Like, um, I tweeted something recently where I said, um, not one woman in prison should be abused because of trans identifying or male people identifying as women moving into the female estate um you know uh, i did a list of these things uh i wrote this thing and you know you look at it and it's it's it, it, 20 years ago this would not have been a controversial thing to say i have to say personally i don't know enough about the trans um issue and i can't comment on that uh, and nor is this podcast for me about that how aggressive were the trolls on this subject oh completely i mean there's a few things that add to the aggression. One of the things is that, um, like I saw Sharon Davis, I think, dealing with this today, um, where someone said, because she's speaking out about the trans women in sport, okay. someone said, uh, it breaks my heart to say this, but she wants to kill my child, so she is evil. Because the a lot of these people have been told by trans activists that uh, people who have any opinion that diverges from the the party line want these children to kill themselves because Gosh. that's that's the that's the um the again false information that's been spread it's interesting you say that because I, I i i notice that a lot of people tell me when i find something misogynist and anti-semitic i am told as as, as a jewish woman who who has uh, that i'm completely wrong yeah that i don't know what anti-semitism is yeah that i'm working for a cabal that you know all the things that you're talking about being shut down but not being listened to so maybe this is a a troll mentality which is we there is no room for nuance or debate yes and 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 perhaps there is a i i, I don't i this might be an interesting area to get into, but I do think a lot of a lot of um, 
I'm sure you, I'm sure you've you've noticed this as well. But I do think that a lot of um, uh, um, talk about Israel and Israel's actions is often cast as anti-Semitic by the Israeli government. Yeah, but I see. I think there's a. Di- I think one can criticize Israel, and abs- and you have done many times, and I completely agree with that. Is when you cross into the vernacular of Nazi. Yes. Um, uh, you know, it's that Nazi v- vernacular. It's the Gaza is is a terrible place, but it's not Auschwitz, whatever you Absolutely. may call it. Yeah. You yeah. cannot spray the Warsaw Ghetto wall, which is an open grave for Jews, and then dignify that. You know. It's like spraying you know all the things that you and yeah. I would have discussed over the years but you can absolutely criticize the Israeli government and policy but as a Jewish woman I should not be held responsible for a government that I don't vote for a country yeah, that I don't exactly. live in and in many ways people like Badil David Badil who gets it all the time it doesn't even identify with Zionism. I know and he he he's he ta- he's talking about general stuff and someone like someone did it to John Ronson when they went to see John Ronson someone started lecturing him about lecturing him about Israel he didn't even talk about Israel <laughs> during the thing and I said well I I, I was really annoyed I was in the audience I said what was it about John that kind of made you start talking about Israel there about I Israel's actions totally the- and that's, that's <laughs> the thing that's where this this frothing what do you call it like the righteous anger of yeah. I am on the side of right yes. therefore your opinion means nothing to me do you think but that- I do think I do think that the trans activists have seen the way that the way that Netanyahu and his cronies have 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 framed the argument and they're doing a similar thing. Do you explain yeah. that to me? Uh, it's putting the word phobia at the end of a sentence, at the end of a group. So so for instance, if you talk about your opposition to the sex trade, right? Your people won't say oh Graeme Linehan is opposed to uh, uh, the sex trade or to prostitution. They'll say Graeme Linehan is horophobic. <laughs> you know, if you are talking about what Russia, what are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're talking about Russia, Russia RT, the Russia Today, yeah. they, they're constantly accusing people of Russia phobia. You know, what about Islamophobia then? Yeah, all of it, all of it. Yeah. How do, how I mean, listen, I'd, I'd get rid of Netanyahu tomorrow and get rid of all settlements tomorrow and let you know. Yeah. all I agree with you very much where you come from on that. But how has Netanyahu brought around phobic as a as a term? Because I, I don't see it. I see oh, sorry. The... Well, no, he didn't actually use the phobic ending. Yeah. But it's but the but the charge of anti-Semitism used against uh, every every uh, critique of Israel's actions. Do you think he does that? I think what Netanyahu. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure if he does it himself, but or his people around him. Yeah, and the APAC as well. I do think do that a bit. You know, I think there's stuff that that what's that woman uh, Omar thingy is going through at the moment is it, yeah. it feels like that. It feels like it feels like there is no legitimate way to talk about Israel according to certain people. I think that there's a legitimate way of criticising Israel without having to delegitimise it and say it has to be wiped off. I would say that we can agree on. Oh, absolutely. criticise it without delegitimising it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that shocked me on this subject is when I was getting attacked by people, I mean really attacked by people with the Palestinian flag and the red rose, um, and then I would get horrific abuse endlessly endlessly thousands of them and then i would go behind the scenes the people that we that were the most frothing at the mouth palestinian activists once you found out who they really were were right wing far right yeah. edl oh, um, nazis proper nazis yeah hiding yeah. under the banner do you think that that happens with the i think there's a lot of um uh there's definitely mras involved in this who are who are um sorry mras are men's right men's rights activists um uh, there's definitely them involved. You see a lot of uh, anime avatars, which were also used in Gamergate. Um, Gamergate was a big 
the last big anti-female misogynistic right-wing campaign. What was that? It was um, it was a bunch of uh, right-wingers who... It started off with this woman called Zoe Quinn, who uh, was... This, this lunatic ex of his, of hers, wrote a screed that was designed to go viral where he basically accused her of sleeping with people for good reviews and all this sort of stuff. All of it turned out to be nonsense. Um, and then that became a thing where basically any single woman who worked in the games industry was singled out and attacked. They, they used tactics like um, uh, uh, swatting, which involves uh, phoning the police and saying, uh, with, with, the, with your address and saying, uh, someone in my house is, has a gun. Can you come? And they send a SWAT team. <gasps> hope and you know people have had their dogs killed by by this because the first thing they do when they come in is kill the kill the pet. You know, so <laughs> I'm looking at Tom the producer who's in the room. Yeah, look and up, we're like, wow, this up. is you're taking the trolling to a whole other <laughs> world. I didn't even know. I feel like I've entered a portal within a portal. And they and they did and they were able to do this as well. Again, it's very similar to the trans stuff that's happening now. They did it in such a way that everybody was so confused with what was going on. A lot of the people within Gamergate actually thought it was a consumer movement about reviews or something. Yeah. The, the joke was they would call it, it's about ethics in games journalism, <laughs> you know? And these ethics in games journalism were resulting in, in women having to change their address, you know? Give me a little bit of gestalt here. If you were in taking the, because we are broad-minded open people, because you are a fantastic writer, you understand character. So somebody's sitting here and they're talking about you from their point of view. What would they say? Being accused of being a troll. How would they? How would they argue where they're coming from? When I said earlier that the Twitter, the we haven't evolved with Twitter yet. We, we you know, I think I think this new power that we all have, this this tele, uh, tele, telepathy that mm -hmm. we all have, we don't know quite how to use it, and we're very vulnerable to certain things. We're very vulnerable to misinformation. We're, you know, look at the vaccine misinformation. Mm -hmm. That 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 that's kind of. You know, well, look at all the misinformation. All the you misinformation. Only because but, the other but there's thing, some really dangerous stuff. But like don't the you think, stuff. as well, it's because, you know, we are of an age where you were taught to read everything. You read everything. You, I read everything from the mm. Daily Mail to the Socialist Worker because then you can make an informed decision. If you live in your echo chamber, which is very easy to do now, uh, why are you laughing at me? No, I'm, I'm only laughing because, because I, have a, I have a thought about this, which is... Um, you're you're absolutely right. Just, if you yeah, only get sorry, your information from an echo chamber, yeah. and you only get your information from absolutely the same people around you and the same pieces of um, the same publications, you will never change your worldview because you've only been fed one agenda and one yeah. opinion. Yeah. How do you then get challenged? And maybe that's what makes a troll because they've only ever had one set of opinions. Therefore, anybody outside that view is wrong and evil. Yeah, yeah, and also, well, the reason I was laughing was because. Also, spell check makes people look cleverer than they are. So you can read something and you can think, whoa, this person knows what they're talking about. No, 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 no. They can just spell. And they can't even do that. You know, these are just people who, you know, the thing puts a little red underlying thing. Oh, better change that. And suddenly they look like they know what they're talking You're about. You're the third person that's <laughs> talked about trolls and spelling. <laughs> that's a lot the of thing. them don't even bother to... We used to know green ink. We used to think green ink, that, that, that's the kind of thing that tells you who people are. But now <laughs> everyone looks like they're reasonably, you know, articulate, you know, yeah. but they're not. They've just got lots of stuff that they can copy and paste and spell check and all this sort of stuff and everybody but 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 you know the way i describe twitter is is remember the way people would say don't 
don't look at the comments on a yes. YouTube video and stuff like that. But Twitter is like opening a comment section on your life, you know? So you you do something. Oh, my cat did this. And the next thing you got a thousand people telling you you're Hitler. Do you, you know? read, do you read the, the comments from the trolls? No, I, I've I've changed my settings. So I only see replies from people who follow me. Oh, you know, you told me. right, And okay. that's a real echo chamber thing. But I had to do it because... The moment when I decided to really jump into this debate with both feet, I I, I think I might have been on morphine. I was coming. I had uh, a touch of cancer, and, and oh, uh, no, but it wow. was it was fine. It was the it was the I tell people this is my joke. It was ball cancer, you know, oh. and and they just threw it away. So as long as it never finds out my address, <laughs> I'm I'm going to be okay. But 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 the 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 but I think I might have been slightly morphined up when when I was. Um, uh, when I first decided, I'm going to do this now. This is going to be my thing. You know, I, I really did make a conscious choice. I said, this is going to be my thing. I'm going to tweet about this and I'm not going to be scared. And I think it was because I was on morphine. Did you know how bad it was going to get? Uh, no. If I had, I would have been a lot more careful. There's certain things I would have been more careful about because I, I didn't expect them to come after my my wife. And did they, they? Yeah, yeah. They printed her, her her address. They printed an address to do with her. You know. Have you been physically threatened? Uh, no, but people at Pride at, uh, in Norwich have had signs saying "fuck off, Gremlin," and with, with, you know, and all this sort of stuff. You know, so I've had I've had some nasty nasty stuff. You know, but but it's it's the way the. The way the trans stuff works is it's not physical threats. It's threats to your employer. Yes. Uh, it's all that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. I've had that. Yes, they write to every employer. They write to every TV station, theatre. Rachel Riley gets it. David yes. gets it. You know, they try and make you on it. But did, I'm sure that's wow. not I didn't realise you Yeah, you have no yeah, very yeah. much so. Uh, what happens if they're listening to this and everybody that I've had on this, including you and me, we're perceived as the trolls? Do you think that's possible? Oh, absolutely. I'm considered, a, as I said, when you asked me the question about how people perceive me, people see me as someone like like someone said the other day. Uh, what about the what about the trans woman who 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 uh, the police cautioned uh, police cautioned Graham Lennon about? Police didn't caution me. They phoned me and they said, "Could you block her on Twitter?" <laughs> and, and I said, "And I said she's already blocked. I've blocked her ages ago. I don't want anything to do with." this person you know um, and that has become Graham Linehan cautioned for harassing a trans woman and it is the it is the major um, narrative about me you know um, and the other day someone pointed out I can't say too much but someone pointed out who this person I was supposed to have harassed was and uh, and the person they replied to immediately changed to what about all the others you know and it's what like what that? others mm. who who and it just becomes a Chinese whispers thing yeah. of, of basically when people defend me now you the reply will simply say something like you must be joking you, you, yeah you know we have different. exactly the same thing there's so so actually I'm getting a picture of it doesn't matter what the issue is but the trolls who who take comfort from working in an organized group I think and take come from they because their echo chamber says that you're a pariah they seem to think that the rest of the world thinks that you're a pariah so when anybody says oh actually i can kind of agree with him yes and they have they to be crazy. those people have to be isolated and and uh, dealt with mm. immediately that's what happened to emma you know they just yeah. you know and and also but but you may not have had this because this is where it slightly diverges from i think there's an element with the trans debate of social engineering Right, a lot of the people who work in who work in tech uh, are identifying as trans, um, and you have things like the block list, uh, uh, which blocks turfs, 
um, turf. Oh, we're on a Julius. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah, there's loads of us on. Yeah, we're on a. We're on a. We're, I'm on a. I'm on a turf block list, and uh, uh, turf stands for trans exclusionary radical feminist, which is bollocks because because feminists do not exclude trans men because they 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 see them as women, you know. Um, but anyway, sorry, that's another that's another uh, thing. But but these these block lists. Uh, first of all, I'm blocked by a lot of people who used to follow me. Um, on Twitter. And second, the other thing that happened was I had from people I really admired, Kate Beaton was one, Michael Cooperman was another, I think he has a trans child, a um, few other people. Con Michael didn't do this, but but, but Kate Beaton did. Uh, but but Kate Beaton wrote an open letter to tell me to recons reconsider. Like, what? Well, reconsider what? You know? Uh, um, uh, I got loads of direct messages from people saying, uh, I, I don't know what's going on. Why are you saying all this and stuff like this? And these are, you know, not stupid people, you know. But they, there's the, the social engineering aspect comes from a, a feeling. I I think they've 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 managed to communicate to everyone who wants to be on the right side of this issue that any discussion is dangerous. Yeah. The, the merest mention of the problems to do with this. Are there, you know, like one of the reasons I jumped into it with both feet was because I, I tweeted, I faved a tweet uh, that said something like, we totally respect uh, trans people's right to exist. Uh, uh, they deserve the same human rights as everyone else. But there are some areas where their rights are impacting on women's rights. And we need to talk about that. Right. Mm -hmm. I thought that's reasonable. Faved, faved the tweet. I had a bunch of people saying, see, faved this tweet. Why did you do that? You know, uh, uh, you know, that's transphobic. You know, the person who wrote that is a transphobe and stuff like this. So in another world, somebody else would go, oh, my gosh, I'm getting lots and lots of negative tweets. I can't handle it. I'm out of here. Yes. Sorry, I tweet like that and delete. I'll come off it for a week. Yes. People like you and me and my other guests, we're right on in there. We carry what made you carry on fighting and how did you do? Did you answer those people, the trolls individually? No, did you I think I want to debate them when I was when I was when I was. Uh, Coming out of my morphine haze, <laughs> someone someone tweeted to me, "I wish the cancer had won." Oh my god! Uh, so so I thought maybe I shouldn't be reading these messages while I'm recovering. So I I found in settings the thing that I only get replies from people who follow me, and uh, I've had that turned on since last May. So basically, whenever I do get into a disagreement with someone, it's one on one. It's it's quite mature, if you know what I mean. It's like it's like a discussion, you know. Um, uh, and I don't see all the people who want me to die, kill myself. Does the did, does the opinions of uh, sways of people, many of whom could be just seen as trolls, affect your day to day life? Oh well, it has affected my day to day life. Uh, it has affected my day to day life. Like, basically, the, the way it works is that if they can't stop you talking by just writing something horrible, then you get the private DMs saying, please reconsider. Then you get the open letters saying, I, I'm so disappointed. Where I used... do they put the open letters? Oh, you know, on their blog or, uh -oh. or, or wherever, you know. Uh, uh, when that doesn't work, you get um, uh, phone calls from the police, like I did, you know. When that doesn't work, they, they sue you, as someone is suing me at the moment. When, when that doesn't work, they come after your wife which they did. Uh, um, and You've had troll and then some, haven't you? Yeah, it's been, you know, I've had a year of, of solid harassment. The overall effect is, is yeah, it's been, it's been 
really, really horrible. And and the thing, but the thing about it is, um, one the main thing that all these people telling me to stop did was it made me more determined to keep talking. Hello, my name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through it in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plots like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast app and that friends with friends and we're on twitter at friends wf there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you say, what would be your top three things about being able to deal with being trolled and yeah. piled on? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all I would say is try and try and try and have also have conversations with people in your, in real life, you know, like speak to them about it. I know for a fact a lot of people are feeling uneasy about this, but they're terrified of saying anything at work because mm -hmm. their careers could be ended. You know, I know two police policemen who were brought in and they were they were literally questioned, do you think trans women are women? And they had to say yes before they could leave the <laughs> leave the room. You know, so 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 you know, and there's there's all sorts of there's all sorts of implications to do with social work, to do with women in prisons, sport, all these things. They're clear. They're obvious. We all know what they are. We should be allowed to talk about them without people jumping down. Our well, throats. I think that's the thing. We should be allowed to talk about anything without people wanting to kill us. Yes. Rape us, murder us, silence us, make us unemployable. Yes. And you will you will find people saying that us having this conversation is the same as wanting to do all that stuff to trans people. I can categorically say in my naive knowledge, I absolutely don't want to do that to trans people and I support their rights. But I think it's become listening to you, Graham, has been very interesting because it's not a subject that I know a lot about. So I really appreciate 
you educating me and seeing your experience on Twitter from your point of view. And I'm sure, you know, everybody that we've talked about has, has got another point of view, but it's it's frightening that there are so many similarities about shutting down debate, intimidation, frightening people so that they don't, we people like us, don't keep going on social media yeah. up against a barrage of abuse yeah. day in and day out because we believe in what we're saying is right. Yeah. You know, what... what what can you do except keep keep, keep going? going. <laughs> I have to say, you have more awards in your in your cabinet at home. You look bloody brilliant. You're super talented. You're a voice of reason for many many people, uh, and you're very brave. Oh, thank you. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank to you say. for coming on today, Gray. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Trolls are a modern phenomenon, and. Um, don't be frightened and I'm hoping that if you get anything out of this podcast it's seeing people you've always admired in a different light that it empowers you to be able to speak up speak out and realize that being trolled is a badge of honor uh, there are certain ways of dealing with it and um, and just don't be frightened into being quiet thank you so much for being with me Tracy Ann Overman on this episode of Trolled see you next week dear podcast connoisseur it's entirely evident that you know your podcast stuff. Why else are you here? That's why I'm here to recommend SmashPod. What a helpful chap. Now, SmashPod is a podcast celebrating all the Bond films and Bond-related films by those who enjoy, hate, or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. If he's half the genius they say he is, we're in for real trouble. So why not join me as I delve deeply into Bond and Bond-related films, tackling a different film in each episode with an exciting guest by my side. <laughs> I promise you'll have a lovely time. That's putting it mildly, 007. Oh, shut up, Q. Put your fingers away, for God's sake. I hope you don't snore, Q. GreatBigOwl.com Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.